20 Av, Chaf Av, Tzadik, His Conversations, 515. The Rebbe warned us not to gobble our food in a hurry, like a glutton, because this is the way Esau behaved. Esau said, Give me some of this red pottage to swallow down. Genesis 25.30 We should get into the habit of eating without haste, calmly and with manners. We should always eat with the same dignity we would display if someone important were sitting at the table. This applies even when one eats alone. 5.16 The Rebbe said that in time to come, the tzaddikim will say, This is God, we hoped in Him. Isaiah 25.9, Ta'anit 31a This, quite literally, the Rebbe said that each tzaddik would say, it is actually this God that we put our hopes in, in the sense that even in this world, they had been worthy, worthy of perceiving Him in exactly the same way as they will see Him in the next world. They had always hoped to see Him thus, and then they will actually be worthy of it. That is why they will say, This is God, we hoped in Him. In this God, they hoped. 5.17 He said, I have complete faith that every child who comes to me before reaching the age of seven will remain free of sin until his wedding day. 5.18 Someone told me that the Rebbe said, Among my followers there are some who at times literally burn with devotion to God and come truly close to Him. At these moments they reach a level that even perfect tzaddikim cannot reach. However, at other times they fall away. If only they would remain steadfast in their devotion and hold on to this level always. On the same subject, I heard that he once said the most important thing is to hold on to the feelings one has when he starts serving God. When a person first starts, he is filled with tremendous enthusiasm. One should make every effort to retain this initial enthusiasm for as long as possible. The Rebbe mentioned that the Holy Rebbe Zusia of Anapoli was very unique in this respect, as compared with many other great tzaddikim. He was able to retain his initial enthusiasm for a very Rabbi long Nachman's time. wisdom. His wisdom, 246. I used to watch closely when the Rebbe ate. He would keep his food between his teeth, without letting it touch his palate. In this manner, he barely tasted his food. This is very difficult to describe in writing, but you can try it yourself and understand. And if you wish to subjugate your appetite for food, it is an excellent method. 247. The Rebbe said, The greater your honor and wealth, the farther you are from them. When you have only a little money, you can keep it on your person. When you acquire more, you must keep it in a strong box. It is then more distant from you. When you acquire still more, you must keep it in the bank. It is even farther from you. Acquire still more, and your wealth and investments are scattered in other cities and faraway places. They are even farther away from you. The more honor and wealth you have, the farther away they are. Great emperors and kings have very great honor, but it is farthest away of all. The Tsar's subjects sing his anthem here each evening while he sits far away in his palace. 
The more worldly honor a person has, the farther away it is from him. But with Torah and good deeds, the more you have, the closer they are to you. 248. The Rebbe said, It is good to select a place and sit there day and night, involved in Torah, prayer, and devotion to God. When you must eat, run swiftly to some house, quickly grab a crust of bread to appease your hunger, and then go back to the serving God. Bet book, Drunkenness, A. 1. A person who gets drunk falls from his spiritual level. 2. Drinking wine will eventually lead one to taking bribes. 3. Drunkenness leads a person to disavow the truth and consent to falsehood. 4. God loves a person who does not become intoxicated. 5. Oil is an antidote for drunkenness. 6. Seeing a wine's redness increases its power to intoxicate. 7. Drunkenness brings one to immoral thoughts. 8. A drunk is unable to mitigate harsh judgments. 9. The Torah's secrets are not revealed to a drunk. 10. A mix of wine and frankincense will unhinge the mind. Lesson number 10. 4. Lesson number 48 below makes the following statement. And know that as soon as a person wishes to enter into the service of God, and he wishes to become a devout Jew, it immediately becomes a very grave sin for him to be depressed, God forbid. This is because depression is the other side, and God hates sadness and depression very much. May God save us. Copier's Note See the Holy Tikkun Zohar. A person who wishes to appear in Jerusalem for the pilgrimage festival must guard himself from depression, which is Lilith, darkness and depression. For depression is considered a blemish, about which it is said, any man who has a blemish shall not draw near, Leviticus 21.18. And the person who is depressed is blemished, may God save us. 5. A person must fortify himself so that he will come to joy in any way he can, and he must strive to seek and to find some good point in order to come to joy. As it is taught on the verse, I will sing to God with the little I have left. Psalms 146.2, Likutei Moharan 1.282 At the very least, a person can always be happy that he merited to be a Jew and that God did not make him a Gentile. This fact alone is certainly cause for wondrous and boundless joy, and there is nothing in it that can demoralize a person because it is the doing of God himself. For the evil one can always find some way of tainting everything with depression and sadness. But the joy over that fact that God did not make him a Gentile can have no such admixture insofar as it is the doing of God himself. For no matter what else may be, the very fact that a person merited to be a Jew and was not created a Gentile is indeed cause for great and boundless joy. It is appropriate for a person to constantly be happy about this fact all his life, through whatever may happen to him, and he should make a habit of joyfully saying aloud and in his heart, Blessed is our Lord who created us for his honor, who separated us from those who err, and who gave us his Torah of truth who sanctified us with his commandments, who brought us near to his service, and in whose great and holy name we Stories. Two Palaces 
pax is a result of the sin of the golden calf. It may be difficult to understand this, since Gentiles are also affected by this disease. However, the Midrash teaches that the Gentiles really should not be affected by any sickness, since the physical world is their portion. But so that they would not denigrate the Israelites, God gave them all the sicknesses that the Israelites have. Rashi expresses a similar thought in his commentary on the verse, Make me not a reproach for the degraded ones. Psalms 39.9 The prayer was that the degraded ones should also be stricken with disease and pain, so that they would not be able to say, You are stricken and we are not stricken. This prayer caused pain and sickness to come to the Gentiles. Another difficulty arises because this sickness must have also existed before the sin of the golden calf. However, before that time, it was not a serious illness. Pox results from the food that the infant absorbs in its mother's womb, as physicians say. However, it was originally not a fatal illness as it is now. This was caused by the Sinusin's letters, year one. Letter number 207. With thanks to God, Motzei Shabbat, Rosh Chodesh Kislev, 5596. I received your letter last Thursday, and I was really delighted. I was slightly upset, though, by your failing to mention in your letter whether you received the letter that I sent you from here last Monday night, Torah reading Toldot, with Reb Chaim Nassan Tzetzis, who was traveling to Odessa by way of Tolchin. I gave him my letter to you, and I enclosed with it a letter for you to send to Kremenchug to Reb Ephraim, may he live. These letters should have reached you on Tuesday, You did not confirm this, though, and I am extremely upset over it. Therefore, be sure to let me know regarding this immediately. I was also surprised that you wrote that I should destroy your letter. I do not know what secret was written in it. To the contrary, it is full of words of truth. I read it over twice, and you inspired me with your words, which came sincerely, right from your heart. May God soon fulfill your heart's desires for good, that you may be a truly religious and righteous man. This is what I so much long for. The truth is, though, that even the longings and yearnings are also very precious. It is explained in the Rebbe's holy books that the desire and yearning for holiness is of great value, especially when a person articulates his desires in detail every day. See Likutei Moharan 1, 66-2. Fortify yourself determinedly, my son, to follow this practice of speaking out your yearnings for holiness every day. Force yourself to make this a regular practice. Believe that regardless of anything else, your words themselves are extremely precious to God. For God desires your prayers too. All the universes, with all the great devotion that they are constantly performing for God, in awe and fear, is nothing as far as God is concerned compared with one meditation or prayer uttered by a lowly human being in this world. As explained in the lesson, the one who has compassion for them will lead them. Lukutemo Haran 2, 7 And if someone is at a very low level because his actions are not proper, When he expresses himself before God, or performs some religious act, God cherishes it all the more. It is God's greatest honor when those who are very distant from him are drawn to his service, 
as explained in the Rebbe's holy books. See the Kutei Moharan 1, 10, 1, and 14, 1. Furthermore, you have to believe that all that is said in the Rebbe's holy books about the great pride and joy that God takes in the most inferior Jew is also applicable to you. Above all else, force yourself with everything you have to rejoice with all your might every day that he did not make me a heathen and that he separated us from those who err. We really and truly can say, Ashrenu, happy are we. It is impossible to write any more in this context because I do not know with whom this letter will be sent. The words of your father praying for you and waiting for salvation. Nelson's letters, year two. Letter number 455. You have plenty of things with which to pass the day. There are the three daily prayer services and the study of the Shulchan Aruch, Bible, and the other holy books if you have time. In particular, there are the books of our Master, Teacher, and Rebbe of Blessed Memory and the discourses in which I merited to explain his teachings and to develop new ideas based on them. Study them over and over. Grow old and gray with them and do not depart from them, for there is nothing better. Whenever I write down the teachings that God helps me develop from the Rebbe's Holy Torah lessons, it always occurs to me that you really need to hear this particular talk. Praise God, you have many of them in print or in manuscript, and you will be able to receive more new ones from me with God's help. You also need to engage in business, for Torah combined with a worldly pursuit is good, as the effort expended in both of them causes a person to forget sin. Avot 2.2 Remove grief and sighing from yourself with all your might. Trust in God's kindness that everything will turn out for the best. Practice, they will obtain happiness and joy. Grief and sighing will flee. To drag the grief and sighing themselves into joy. Lakute Moharan 2.23 Say to yourself, The worst I consider myself to be, God forbid, the more I can genuinely be happy that at least I do not oppose the Rebbe. What is more, I hail in his name, and I am included among his holy gathering. There is no time to continue. The words of your father, waiting for salvation, Nassan of Breslov. Really, still be happy. Letter number 456. With God's help, Wednesday, MR, 5604, Uman. Greetings to my beloved son, may he live, along with all his family. I arrived here safely yesterday. Fortify yourself determinedly, my son, and bring yourself to joy however you can. Do not be afraid or daunted. God is with us, for the whole world is full of his glory. These words were meant for you too, specifically, and for all of us. And while everyone knows this, it is necessary to review it many times every day. Most important, though, is the power of the tzaddik who revealed this. For only he, in his great compassion, instilled in us this knowledge that you and I can also give ourselves life with this, with the understanding of the student embodied by the verse, My dead ones will rise. Wake up and sing, you who sleep in the dust. See Likutei Moharan 2, 7. The likes of this have never been heard. 
How great are God's deeds, which He has done and is still doing for us in this generation. The choicest spice is silence, because silence is a fence for wisdom, as is written there. Every single word of this teaching glows like a burning coal, and is original, wondrous, and awesome in the extreme, giving life to the spirits of the lowly and to the hearts of the downcast. The truth is that I hadn't intended to write you anything about this now, but by the hand of God I recalled these extremely holy and awesome words, and they are inspiring me tremendously right now. How great are your works, God! Now that the Rebbe has already spoken these words in our presence, and they have been transcribed by me into a book, and you have merited to hear them in writing and orally many times, certainly there is plenty of hope for our final outcome, for me, for you, and for all of us. The words of your father, waiting for salvation. Shemot Hatzadikim. Nasan of Breslov. Chananya ben Chizkiah ben Garon. Rabbi Chananya ben Tiradion Measara Haruge Malchot. Rabbi Chananya ben Chachina, Chananya Ish Ono, Rabbi Chananya ben Akasha, Rabbi Chananya ben Akavia, Chananya ben Achi Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Chananya Bered Rabbi Avahu, Rabbi Chananya Bered Rabbi Ivi, Chananya ben Yehuda, Chananya Bered Rabbi Yasa, Rabbi Chananya ben Chanisi, Rabbi Chananya ben Achbare, Rav Chananya Devet Chavrun. Rav Chanilai Bar'idi, Rav Chanilai Mechuzna'a, Chanamel HaMitzri, Rabbi Chanamel, Rabbi Chananel Bar Papa, Rav Chasa, Rav Chista HaKoin, Rav Chista Bar Yosef, Rav Chista Bar Ashi, Rabbi Chista Bar Avdimi. Rav Nassan's Prayers 2, Prayer number 35 on the Kutei Moharan 2, 72. In your vast compassion, in the merit of the true tzaddikim, May we attain eternal life. May the humility of Moses, which is clothed in every limb of every Jew, live in us. Due to our many sins, at present we have hidden and covered this lowliness and humility so that it is as though dead. Therefore, we do not attain true humility to sense our lowliness with ultimate truth, as would be fitting. In your vast compassion, grant us true eternal life. Even now, May something of the resurrection of the dead be drawn onto us. May the humility and lowliness of Moses, which is clothed in every person's every limb, be revived and arise in the resurrection. Unique, truly humble Master, make it possible for us to attain humility with ultimate perfection, in accordance with your good will. Such humility is on the level of the life of the world to come. The resurrection of the dead the true and eternal life of every limb, true nullification to the Infinite One, blessed be He. Even in this world, may we taste something of the life of the world to come, the true level of the pleasure of the Shabbat. I will not die, but I will live, and I will relate the deeds of God. Master of the world, because of my intense physicality and my many grave sins and offenses, there are no words on my tongue with which to compose prayers to you to attain true humility, a trait that is greater than anything else. Because of my many sins, I do not know anything about the ways of true humility. You have revealed to us that you do not desire false humility. You do not want a person to view himself as disgraceful and weak as part of his serving you. And how much more is it forbidden to be depressed and embittered, heaven forbid? To the contrary, 
Everyone must constantly revive himself, gladden himself, and strengthen himself with every type of encouragement not to be downhearted at all, so that he will never despair, heaven forbid. In most cases, a person must fortify himself against the entire world, so that it will not be able to place any obstacles or impediments in his way. And now, how will a person as lacking in awareness as I am truly attain the ways of humility? For pride and coarseness of spirit, as well as false humility, both of which are so harmful, have soiled me. How can we be saved from these two evil blemished ways and attain true humility, the humility of Moses and of all of the great true tzaddikim, a humility that is the eternal life of the world to come, on the level of the resurrection of the dead? Master of the world, our King and our God, our great, mighty, and awesome God, there is no limit to your greatness, and wherever we find your greatness, there we find your humility. Teach us and show us how to compose prayers and requests regarding this, so that we will please and appease you, and you will grant all of us true humility in accordance with your good will. God's Compassion Master of the world, you who gaze and see to the end of all generations, you who tell the end from the beginning, you know the great compassion I will require on the great and awesome day of judgment, when you will revive the dead. Then each person will be scrutinized regarding all of his deeds, great and small, that he did in this world. At that time, everything will be recalled. For every deed, everything that is hidden, whether good or bad, God will bring judgment. Even if, from now on, I attain truly complete repentance, I will also require vast compassion and great salvation on the day of judgment to counter the immensity of my blemishes and the offenses with which I offended you until now. Since I am still far from complete repentance, what shall I do now, my Father in heaven? Please save me, my Father, my King, my Holy One, my Maker, my Creator, my Prime Mover. Rectify me by sending me good counsel from wherever I am at present. From now on, may I be truly inspired with great might, power, and enthusiasm to return to you, so that at the resurrection I will rise to eternal life. You know that all of your intention in creating us was so that we could attain this goal, the eternal life of the world to come. Therefore, in your great mercy, have mercy on me and on the entire Jewish people. In your vast loving kindness, help us attain everything that we have requested of you. May we come close to true tzaddikim, see them face to face, and be subsumed into their awesome holiness. May their holiness and asceticism be drawn onto us until we will be as holy and pure in regard to the purity of the covenant as they are. May we receive from them an illuminated consciousness with great holiness. May our mind and intellect grow in your Torah, in serving you, and in truly perceiving your godliness. May we receive original insights and explanations of the Torah from them. Help us and save us, so that we too will create true insights and explanations of your holy Torah. As a result, may we experience great shame and fear before you, and truly return to you in complete repentance. May the lowliness and humility of Moses, which is clothed in every individual's every limb, be revived in us, 
even in this world, may we taste the Holy Shabbat, the life of the world to come, true life, eternal life, as in the verse, those who taste it have acquired life. A person can receive such life only when he truly attains ultimate humility and is as nothing. Master of the world, living and eternal God, give us life and sustain us. Compassionately fulfill our requests for the good. From now on, may we live a true life, a good and long life, on the level of the eternal life of the world to come. In accordance with your kindness, give me life, and I will guard the testimony of your mouth. May my spirit live and praise you, as your judgments help me. Let me know the way of life, the satiety of joy before your countenance, the pleasantness at your right hand forever. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my Rock and my Redeemer. Amen forever and ever.